Welcome to Everything Yesterday This Morning, a 15 to 20 minute daily recap of headlines you may have missed. Come for the news, stay for the snarky commentary. Good morning and welcome to Wednesday's edition of Everything Yesterday This Morning. I'm your host, Literally Heather. School officials in Portsmouth, Virginia, say they're investigating after a 22-year-old assistant coach allegedly posed as a 13-year-old girl and played in a junior varsity basketball game earlier this month. Parents of the girl the coach impersonated tell Next Star Wavy, I guess that's the, <laughs> the article, Um, Their daughter was out of town for a club basketball tournament during Churchland High School's January 21st game in Suffolk. In video from the game obtained by Wavy, the assistant coach identified as Arlisha Boykins can be seen high-fiving other players on the team after making multiple plays. I mean, we can identify as whom and whatever we want now, right? Coaches always preach to the kids about integrity and those types of things, so I was just shocked, the father of the 13-year-old said, recounting his reaction after hearing about the incident. The assistant coach is no longer employed by Portsmouth Public Schools. Players and parents on the Churchland High School team have decided not to play any more games this season. School officials have launched an investigation into the matter. The girl's family told Wavy their daughter is no longer interested in attending Churchland High next year and will pursue other opportunities. The family is also seeking an apology from the school division. Additional details have not yet been released. Y'all, I have so many questions. Is this a, a regular thing? Is this something that's happened before? Why don't you want to play the rest of your season? Why do you want an apology from the school division? Did they tell this guy to play and pretend to be her? Did no one notice when they were high-fiving this dude that he wasn't the teammate that's been on their team this whole time? Was this something that everyone was in on and now they're just ashamed since they got caught? Like, I have so many questions about this. Uh, And staying in line with the theme of I Have Questions, allow me to introduce you to Vera Liddell, who is the former director of food services at Harvey School District 152 in the south suburban Harvey, Illinois. The Cook County State's Attorney Office alleged that Liddell launched an embezzlement scheme that resulted in the theft of more than $1.5 million in taxpayer money. The scheme began during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic when schools were closed on state order and replaced by virtual learning. Despite the fact that children were learning remotely, the school district was still providing meals for pickup, according to the state's attorney office. This happened in my state as well. Uh, Many of the children, especially the ones that are on the free lunch program, it was, uh, they wanted to make sure that kids were still getting food so parents could come by the school uh, and pick up uh, the meals and take them home to their kids. 
From July of 2020 until February of 2022, Liddell placed hundreds of unauthorized orders for food items, including 11,000 cases of chicken wings through the school district vendor Gordon Food Service. What kind of school is this? We had soybean burgers and square pizza with corn when I was in school, not chicken wings. These purchases were made separately from the legitimate orders made by the school district. Gordon Food Service believed that all the purchases were authorized and billed the district for everything. The district paid the bills in full, including for the unauthorized purchases, but in January of 2022, the district business manager conducted a routine mid-year audit and discovered the food service department was more than $300,000 over its annual budget, with the school year only about halfway over. A closer review uncovered individual invoices signed by Liddell for absurd quantities of chicken wings. Surveillance video shows that Liddell showed up at Gordon Food Service to pick up the food orders and would leave with it in a district cargo van, but the food was never brought to the school or the students. The school district does not even serve chicken wings to students as they contain bones. Dun-dun-dun. Shocker. I have more questions again. Where did she take that many chicken wings? Like, where did she store them? Did she start a restaurant? Did she sell them for a profit? Did she order gallon cans of buffalo sauce? Or was she a honey barbecue type of person? Where do these people come from that think they can get away with this stuff? Um, Getting away with stuff, the GOP learns nothing in a not-so-veiled attempt to shove another neocon down everyone's throat. It appears that former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley this week is expected to move closer to launching a presidential bid according to three sources familiar with the rollout, setting the stage for a mid-February announcement that would make her Donald Trump's first GOP primary opponent for 2024. Haley, who was ambassador to the UN for two years in the Trump administration and is most well-known not for how well she did in any sort of political realm, but for how much money she spent on curtains, In case she was not even notable enough for you to remember that, I'll remind you. The State Department spent $52,701 on curtains for customized and mechanized curtains in her official residence on First Avenue, which was a $58,000 per month, 6,000 square foot penthouse. She will invite supporters to a special event February 15th in South Carolina, two of the sources said, noting that the invitation could go out as soon as Wednesday. Special event. Just has a much better ring to it than fundraising dinner, doesn't it? Haley teased a potential presidential bid earlier this month, saying in an interview on Fox News, yes, we need to go in a new direction. And can I be that leader? Yes, I think I can be that leader. Well, it's, this isn't a think, this is, I, I know. And I don't think the world is ready for a woman president at this time. It's not time for that yet. Uh, When asked his thoughts, Trump said that Haley had called him several days earlier to seek his opinion. Trump pointed out her earlier pledge not to run against him, but made no attempts to stop her. She said she would never run against me because I was the greatest president. 
But people change their opinions and they change what's in their hearts, Trump said. So I said, if your heart wants to do it, you have to go do it. Which, for his ego, that was probably a very difficult thing to say and admit to publicly. So that's interesting. Um, I don't know what's up with my news aggregate app, but some of these stories that it sent me today, I just couldn't not discuss them with you guys. I know that there are larger looming situations going on in the world, but some of these stories, I was just like, man, my audience is really going to love to hear this one. So German parents thought the worst case scenario was happening when they were searching for their missing daughter and found her dead with stab wounds in a car. Except the person that they found dead wasn't their daughter at all, but someone that looked like her. Now their daughter is suspected of killing the woman in an attempt to fake her own death. The strange case began in August when the couple went from Munich to the city of Ingolstadt to find their daughter, a German-Iraqi woman identified by German media outlet Bild as Sharaban K. On the night of August 16th, the parents found the body they believed to be their daughter in a car. Responding officers' attempts to resuscitate the woman were unsuccessful, and she was ruled to be a, quote, victim of a violent crime. The day after police released their initial statement, police said the emergency doctor could only determine the death of the woman and forensic comparisons raised massive doubts about the identity of the woman killed. When investigating the woman's identity, several witnesses said and sent in tips to police about the death, and on the night of August 17th, authorities arrested a 23-year-old German-Iraqi woman who was initially named as having been killed on suspicion of homicide. A 23-year-old Kosovoan, Kosovan, I don't even, I'm, it's, anyway, I need a caffeine. Was a man was also arrested. The body found on August 16th of 2022 was also a 23 year old woman who lived in another federal state and looked strikingly familiar to the 23 year old who was arrested now, police said. They gave an update on the case on Monday, adding that investigators determined the suspect wanted to go in hiding and fake her death due to family problems. The suspects came up with the plan to search online for a woman who looked similar to the German-Iraqi woman, kill her, and place her in such a way that the corpse would be mistaken for the suspect. The suspect met the victim on social media and persuaded her to meet with false promises. Police said the two suspects drove to the victim's home on August 16th and picked her up. Authorities said the victim was then lured out of the vehicle and killed in a wooded area with multiple stab wounds. The suspects then placed the victim's body in the car and drove it to Ingolstadt, where it was found that evening. The suspects have remained in custody since their arrest in August, and prosecutors have issued warrants on the suspicion of murder. Can we talk for a second about how much we have devalued life so significantly? That this little girl not only killed her doppelganger, but she sought her out, manipulated her, and murdered her to fake her own death. 
Human life has no value and society has no moral compass. Shy of mandatory church attendance, I'm not entirely sure how we write the ship, but I am hopeful that we do it sooner rather than later. Speaking of no moral compass, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin on Tuesday said that the United States will increase its deployment of advanced weapons such as fighter jets and bombers, not to Ukraine, but to the Korean Peninsula as it strengthens joint training and operational planning with South Korea in response to a growing North Korean nuclear threat. Austin made the comments in Seoul after he and South Korean Defense Minister Lee Jong-sup agreed to further expand their combined military exercises, including a resumption of live-fire demonstrations and continue a timely and coordinated deployment of U.S. strategic assets to the region, according to their offices. Austin and Lee also discussed preparations for a simulated exercise between the Allies in February, aimed at sharpening their response if North Korea uses nuclear weapons. Let's just keep poking bears all over the world. I think it's a really smart idea. Austin's trip comes as South Korea seeks stronger assurances that the United States will swiftly and decisively use its nuclear capabilities to protect its ally in the face of a North Korean nuclear attack. Let me read that one back to you one more time, really slowly. South Korea seeks stronger assurances that the United States will swiftly and decisively use its nuclear capabilities to protect its ally in the face of North Korean nuclear attack. In a joint news conference following their meeting, Austin and Lee said they agreed that their country's resumption of large-scale military drills last year, including an aerial exercise involving U.S. strategic bombers in November, effectively demonstrated their combined capabilities to deter North Korean aggression. The Allies had downsized their training in recent years to create room for diplomacy with North Korea during the Trump administration and because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And to give credit where credit is due, Donald Trump was the first sitting president to cross the DMZ and enter North Korea since the Korean War. It was a huge deal. He said the U.S. commitment, this is uh, Austin, said that the U.S. commitment to protecting its allies with, with its full range of military capabilities, including nuclear ones, remains ironclad. North Korea's ramped-up missile tests have been punctuated by threats to preemptively use its nuclear weapons in a broad range of scenarios in which it perceives its leadership to be under threat, including conventional clashes on non-war situations. Tensions could further rise in the coming months with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un doubling down on his nuclear ambitions. During a political conference in December, Kim called for an exponential increase in nuclear warheads, mass production of battlefield tactical nuclear weapons targeting South Korea, and development of more powerful long-range missiles designed to reach the U.S. mainland. North Korea's growing nuclear arsenal and provocations have raised the urgency for South Korea and Japan 
to strengthen their defense postures in line with their alliances with the United States. In an interview with the Associated Press earlier this month, South Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol said his government was discussing with the Biden administration joint military planning, potentially involving U.S. nuclear assets. In December, Japan made a major break from its strictly self-defense-only post-World War II principle, adopting a new national security strategy that includes the goals of acquiring preemptive strike capabilities and cruise missiles to counter growing threats from North Korea, China, and Russia. One person has died, and at least three others are left with permanent vision loss because of a bacterial infection possibly linked to a brand of over-the-counter eye drops, according to the CDC. A major, uh, I'm sorry, a majority of those affected reported using preservative-free EzraCare artificial tears before becoming ill. The CDC reported in a statement dated January 20th that while the infections have not been definitively traced to the eye drops, the CDC recommended that patients immediately discontinue the use of EzraCare artificial tears until the epidemiological investigation and laboratory analysis are complete. So far, the CDC team has identified at least 50 people in 11 states with Pseudomonas aeruginosa. God, I'm going to be great at Latin by the time it's all said and done a type of bacterium resistant to most antibiotics. Cases have been reported in California, Colorado, Connecticut, Florida, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Nevada, Texas, Utah, and Washington. Most patients said they'd used EzraCare artificial tears before becoming ill. 11 of those developed eye infections, at least three of whom were blinded in one eye. Others had respiratory infections or urinary tract infections. How odd is it that you would put eye drops in your eye and it would give you a urinary tract infection? What are these people doing with these drops? I'm just kidding. I get it. I'm an interested bloodstream. I don't need a lesson. I'm just, that was just a joke. Uh, One person actually died when the bacterium entered the patient's bloodstream. It is unclear whether the affected patients had underlying eye conditions such as glaucoma, cataracts, or something along those lines that would have made them more susceptible. Symptoms of an eye infection include pain, swelling, discharge, redness, blurry vision, sensitivity to light, and the feeling of some kind of foreign object stuck in the eye. Pseudomonas aeruginosa bacteria are commonly found in water and soil and even on the hands of otherwise healthy people. Infections usually occur in hospital settings among people with weakened immune systems. That is your Wednesday edition of Everything Yesterday This Morning. As always, I very much appreciate having you guys here and listening to my show. This evening, we will be doing our uh, Liberty Library and covering the next three chapters of Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. If you would like to stop by, that is at 1015 Eastern Standard Time. Otherwise, I shall see you guys tomorrow. You guys have a great day.
If you like today's show, be sure to subscribe and turn on notifications so you never miss an episode. Also, please don't forget to check out shouseinthehouse.com and never forget that free men do not need permission from any government. Have a great day.